Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Troy Dooley, and we're setting here today. It's a little bit different because usually I'm in my office. We've got the camera set up and stuff, and today I am setting in my living room with my leg propped up. As some of you know, I crushed my ankle, or uh, actually crushed the heel, they said. I broke one bone, I think, in the ankle. Uh, but we're uh, we're getting ready to go see that orthopedic surgeon tomorrow, which is going to be a good thing. I hopefully can get back on the road. This is a killer. I was bound for Salt Lake City this week to be in front of 100 liters. It was exciting. We had to make changes there, but God is good, and we're going to crank. So I am doing the show from my living room on the beautiful Emerald Coast in the state of Florida and uh, watching my son play his Transformers game. So this is going to be fun. Hey, today... We're in Chapter 6 of Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. This is by Simon Sinek. I got uh, connected with Simon. I was up at Ocean Avenue. We were watching one of his TED Talks, and it just blew my mind as I watched what he put into the most remarkable words, and we're sitting here all the time talking about the why. Why are we doing network marketing? Why are we launching a business? Why do we want to build a team? And and watching him do this has been just phenomenally helpful for me, I think it is for everybody else. Uh, we're putting these up on the Beachside CEO. You can go to BeachsideCEO.com. It's great to watch this take place because what's, what we see is happening is that people are going back and listening to the downloads over and over and over, and that's the great, great thing about that. Today we're in the emergence of trust, and I think trust is important. Uh, because it's something that without it, you're doomed to fail. You know, in the Marine Corps, we say respect is given, trust is earned. And he starts off a story. He says, to say that most of the company's employees were embarrassed to work there was an understatement. It was no secret that the employees felt mistreated. And if a company mistreats their people, just watch what the employees will do to their customers. Mud rolls downhill, and if you're the one standing at the bottom, you get hit with the full blunt. And in a company that's usually the customer when you think about it. See, throughout the 80s, this was the life of Continental Airlines, the worst airline in the industry. Now, a lot of people don't realize. You know, they they look around, and some people say, well, I don't want to fly Delta or U.S. Air, American Airs, or or TWA. I mean, we don't even see TWA anymore. You know, and and we look at this and we say, wow. But Gordon uh, Bethone wrote a book called From Worst to First, and he was the chief executive who turned Continental around. And it's interesting because one of the things that he puts in there was, You can't have a good product without people who like coming to work. It just can't be done. So many times I I see in network marketing that we talk about what's best for the distributor, what's best for the distributor. And I truly believe that's important. But at the end of the day, what I have found, and Starbucks is the company currently that I've watched do this, I have learned if you take care of your employees – The employees will take care of the distributors. The distributors will take care of the customers. And the employees in their their role will also take care of the customer when they call in. Companies that understand that the employees are the front line 
it's not the distributors. It's the employees. Everybody else wins that way, even the shareholders. Starbucks did this. They did more for their employees to make it a home, make it a culture, if you will. And at the end of the day, they take care of the customers, and the customers keep going back and spending five bucks on coffee instead of going down the street and paying 50 cents. It's huge when you think about this. Trust is so important. He goes on and he says, happy employees ensure happy customers, and happy customers ensure happy shareholders, and it's always in that order. And I believe it. And I think if you sit down and you analyze it, one of the companies, very controversial company, controversial CEO, and it's Frank Vandersloot over at Melaleuca. And Melaleuca believes in taking care of their, their employees. matter of fact, I wrote an article not too long ago where Frank rewarded his employees who had been there with him 5, 10, 15, 20, and 25 years and gave them bonuses based on that. If they'd been there five years, they got 5000 all the way up to 25 years, 25000 Because he knows if I take care of my employees, they will take care of the distributors. They'll take care of the customers. And I think in a network marketing company anyway, distributors and the end user, the actual customer themselves, somebody that's not in the comp plan, all play the same. They are the ones at the end of the day that you want to make sure are happy. But it starts with the employees. See, once they figured this out, things changed. The company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Now, here's the here's the interesting thing. Is that the company had lost $600 million the year before Bethone showed up. And when he showed up, in the next year, Continental made $250 million and was soon ranked one of the most or one of the best companies to work for in America. All because of trust. See, trust does not emerge simply because a seller makes a rational case on why a customer ought to buy the product or service or, or an executive promises change. Trust isn't something that comes with a checklist. You know, that doesn't happen, Jetty. It, it, you have to work. So you have to build this. You have to work through everything to build the trust with the people, whether, whether it's on your team, whether it's employees, whether it's the shareholders. And that, I think, is, is the kicker. Trust is a feeling that you get. It's something that, that comes from from inside, and it doesn't happen... Because of, of a promise. It comes from those actions. It comes from that actual CEO or that, that upline leader who is saying, this is what we're going to do, and then acting on it. Not just sitting there and and making a statement. Not just sitting there and saying one thing and then living something else. We talked about this yesterday when I said, you know, you're known when you walk your talk. Because people that walk their talk, people look at that and say, okay, they're willing to do the same thing I am. And when you're doing that, that's when trust begins to emerge. It's when we have a sense that the other person or, or, or even the whole organization is driven by things other than self-gain. This is something I was on the phone last night with Ken Dunn, one of the founders over at Ocean Avenue. And he said, Troy, I've heard that some of our top leaders want you to shoot some more videos of them. And he goes, I don't know if you should do that since you and Paige have, have taken a spot as, as distributors. And I said, why? I said, my contract with you guys was to make sure that we were promoting the company and spreading the story and letting people know what was happening. I said, 
that is my first responsibility. I said, anything and everything outside of that, I said, come second. I said, you're going to find that, that I don't have a jealous bone in my body. Actually, right now I just got broken bones in my body. But, you know, I don't have a jealous bone in my body. I want to see every leader at Ocean Avenue succeed. And if that means I'm never at the forefront, if that means I'm never the stop, top stud because I'm promoting everybody else, so be it. I believe in walking the talk, and I believe that's how you build that trust. See, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's when you start building trust. See, trust comes from a sense of value. And this is, this is something new. This is probably something that you don't think about when you think of trust. But real value, not, not value that's equated to money. Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about value that by definition, definition is a transference of trust. It means that people look at you and say, I value them because I trust them. They're helping me. So you can't convince somebody that you have trust just as you can't convince somebody to trust you. You have to earn it. And the only way to earn it is by communication and demonstration. Now that think about that for a minute. If the only way to earn trust comes from communication and demonstration, then when you start to demonstrate and share your values, your beliefs, your why, then people start to trust you. I've had so many great people reach out and say, Troy, congratulations on Ocean Avenue. I said, thanks. Not one time did I try to say, hey, do you guys want to come join me? These are people that I respect so much and I trust them and I know they're in the greatest home for them. And see, people don't understand that about me or about network marketing, what it truly means. It's not about going out and getting leaders all and having them join your team. It's about attracting those people that are correctly purposed to be with you. I had a leader say, Troy, I, I don't know if I can trust you to represent my company. I can't send people to your website. I said, why? You've been sending people to my website and I've been promoting all these other companies. What's the difference? Well, you didn't join those other companies. Doesn't matter. I said those other companies were phenomenal. See, people, are you got to get it. See, when you build trust with your people, it isn't going to matter what I say. They're going to be coming to you. They want to be on your team. They want to be, be part of the culture you've created, not something I'm creating. This is why it's so important that you're able to communicate your values, your principles, your why. See, that is so huge. I'm driving this home because I want you to get it. See, when you have earned trust by communicating and demonstration, when you, when you start showing your values, then what happens is you start talking about your why and you prove it by what you do. Because see, as we've already learned, why is just a belief. How is the actions we take to realize that belief? And the what's are the results of those actions. Yesterday I got another anonymous email from a guy saying, well, if you'll just do this, 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 and this, then I'll know you're telling the truth. It's like, dude, what you're asking for is public information. You go do your due diligence. You know, for some reason, every now and then you attract somebody that will, will be jealous or pissed off or something. And in this case, I've even never even met this individual. He was with a small telecommunication company. 
and they fired him, and he somehow thought I was part of the ownership. It's like, dude, I have nothing to do with that. And I look at that, and I think, man, this is so crazy, because people don't get that life is too short to be a dull, negative, disillusioned crybaby. Just go out there and live your why. And if you go out and live your why, you will attract people around you that will have the same why, and all of a sudden what you do is you create a culture. And that's what's so important. Before we get to talking about culture too much, though, I think we need to realize that with trust comes leadership. See, you may be saying, Troy, I'm just not a leader. Okay, you may not be a leader based on your definition of leadership. But see, leading is not the same as being the leader. And that's what you've got to understand. There's so many times people lead from the back. I wear a bracelet. Some of you guys have seen it. It says, I am second. My goal is never to be the top dog. I don't care about that. My goal is to raise up as many people as I can, help them become what they want to do, help them reach their why, and know that I have done what God has put me on this earth to do. It doesn't matter to me what company they're in, what they're doing, how they're doing it. Because I understand that just because you hold the highest rank, just because you may be earning that rank, maybe you've had the good fortune of of navigating through some internal politics and now you're the top dog, that doesn't mean you're leading. See, leading means that others are willingly following you. It's not based on rank or title. It's not because they have to. It's not because they're paid to. It's because they want to follow you. That's what leading's all about. That's why I love network marketing. Network marketing is the, the greatest for-profit volunteer organization I've ever seen. <clears throat> People decide if they want to be part of you. They decide if they want to hang out with you. It's never because they have to. It's because they want to. Simon writes this. I thought it was great. He says, those who lead are able to do so because of those who follow trust. Let me read it. He says, those who lead are able to do so because those who follow trust that the decisions made at the top have the best interest of the group at heart. Art Williams was that way. Every decision that he made was to benefit the whole. I try to do that all the way. Now, I didn't do it Sunday when I jumped off that wall and crushed my heel. I should have thought about that. Actually, my daughter, my Cassie, my 16-year-old, was snickering this morning. She goes, Dad, you know the door to Children's Church where I actually set up is right there? You could have banged on the door and I'd have let you in. It's like, oh, yeah, you tell me these things now. You know, think about this, though. Leading means others are willing to follow you. You've got kids that follow you. You've got adults that follow you. You've got organizations that will follow you. I'm doing two videos today and putting them up. One's on, on 2110 Life Shots. One's on Ristelli Direct. And as I've watched those organizations grow, as I've watched their leaders emerge, they've emerged because they willingly want to follow the leaders in those companies, whether it's Richard Brook or whether it's it's over here at, uh, at the Ristelli family. It doesn't matter. See, that's what it's about, folks. Those who lead are able to do so because of those who follow and trust them. That's the biggest thing about this. You know, the old CEO at Continental, he was a whack job. Okay, His name was Frank Lorenza, and, and he was just a freak. 
See, prior to Blathone arriving, the 20th floor of the company headquarters, which is the executive suite, it was off limits to the majority of the people there. It was locked. The only people who could get there was if you were a senior vice president or higher. They had key cards. They had security cameras. They had security guards. This guy was a scared cat. One of the stories that was handed down that Simon talks about, he says, Frank Lorenzo would not even drink a soda on a continental plane if he didn't open the can himself. He didn't trust anyone. So it's no great leap of logic that no one trusted him. Now think about this. Would you agree that it's hard to lead when those around you can't trust you? That sucks. See, there's more to leading than just being a freaking weirdo. It doesn't matter who wins or loses sometimes. It matters with, are they following me? Am I here for a purpose? Do they realize the purpose? Am I walking my walk? That's what's important. See, so many times leaders think, hey, as long as I get the job done, that's all that matters. It goes back to that old saying, it doesn't matter who wins or loses, it just matters how you play the game. Well, if that's the truth, why the heck do we keep score? See, I believe it matters how you play this game. I believe that you have to put other people first. If you want to build trust, you have to walk your talk. You can't be blowing smoke up somebody's daggum butt. You've got to be doing what you're supposed to be doing each and every way. You've got to be looking out for the people that are on your team. You've got to be looking, looking out for the people who you're supposed to be leading. You've got to look out for the people that, are, that you're driving the message to. In other words, you've got to build a real culture. Everybody wants to win. It's part of human nature. But they want to be on a team that they know when they're winning that they're doing it ethically. That they've got a leader that, that, that's not just out for a single win, but he's out for the whole win, for the whole team. See, Bethune, who was leading Continental, knew this. He knew that building a team to go out and win meant more than giving a few rah-rah speeches and bonuses to the top brass just because they hit certain targets. So you want to know what he did? This is crazy. In 1990, he told all the employees, I think they had about 40,000 in 95. He told every one of them, if we continue to move up the ranks, if we be, go from the lowest ranking to the highest ranked aircraft, to the, to the best of the best, every time we hit a new plateau, I'm going to give everybody 65 bucks. When they hit number one, it cost him $2.5 million. And some of you may be saying, and his board, of, his board of directors approved this, the shareholders didn't mind. Heck yeah, it saved them, half, it saved them another 250 Because what he had realized was that because they were chronically late, they were always off schedule. It was costing them $5 million a month. So if he could get the employees to fall in love with their work, to fall in love with the company, to become a family, to become a culture all driven for the same win, they'd save money. And he said, I'd rather pay my employees $2.5 million a month in bonuses than I want to pay $5 million to the doggone air- airlines, government, or whoever they got to pay. I thought that was just ingenious. What a way! Whew, excuse me. What a way to get people excited, to get them motivated. 
to get them focused on the win. And he didn't add that check, by the way, to their, their regular check. It cost the company a little bit more than that because he actually did a bonus check, $65. I guarantee you that's a win. If everyone's getting $65 when the airline did well, I can guarantee you the airline's going to stop missing targets. Simon wrote this. This came from Bethune. He says, we measure things the employees could truly control. We made the stake something the employees would win or lose on together, not separately. Now, I'm all for a little bit of internal competition, but you need to have a win that everybody will, will benefit from. It's got to be giant. See, this is huge. You've got to understand, we succeed as human beings because of our ability to form the cultures. We were talking about this a second ago. You don't want everyone on your team. You want people who have the same why. Now, I'm not talking about a, a specific why, but let, let you, I'm going to use the case of, uh, in my case, Ocean Avenue. I picked Ocean Avenue because I know for a fact the number one why of that company is to empower families, not just a mom and a dad, the whole family. That was giant for me. I know Richard Brooks, his whole purpose is a 100-year plan that will change the lives of the people that work for his company. He will empower them. It'll take three to five years to get there, but once you do, then you're going to be like my my friends John and Colleen Riddle here in Destin, who are some top leaders at Life Shots. They're flying in one of the top trainers, Lisa Jimenez, today. She's going to be right here in Destin, and because I broke my foot, I can't go see her. She's a great friend. I have traveled the nation to see her. This is what it's about. This is the exciting part to me, is when you start to realize it's the cultures and you share common values and beliefs. See, when we have, when we have trust, it's because we all have something in common. And when trusting people get together, they share in common values, common beliefs, they all of a sudden start to grow. It starts to become a movement. That's the exciting part. See, it doesn't matter how good of a match someone looks like on paper. If they don't share the same values or the same principles, if they don't have the same basic why and what they're trying to do, it just won't work. It's the same reason why most cultures, when they're born and raised in, in, in that culture, they stick. Now, not all of them. Some will leave. I mean, America was made up of, of, of immigrants doesn't mean that every immigrant believes in the same why, the same freedoms that we do, but the majority, that's why they came here. See, the big why in America is for people to be able to live with freedom, to have independence, to do and to build and to not to be held back. That's what network marketing is about. See, if you're listening to the show today, I want you to understand something. You're, you should be. Now, you may not be. But you should be with the greatest company in network marketing for you, not for me. That could be Vitel Wireless. It could be 2110. It could be Vima. It could be Lemu. It could be Amway. It could be Shackley. It could be Rastelli Direct. It could be Ocean Avenue. It could be any of them. But it's got to be right for you, the culture, the leadership, the, the, the field leadership, the product mix. All of that stuff has to fulfill your why. Because when you're leading with the why, then trust is built. When trust is built, the sky's the limit. 
See, great companies start to understand this. They don't go out of their way to attract or hire skilled people and motivate them. They hire already motivated people and they inspire them. When you inspire people to go beyond anything they ever imagined, the sky's the limit. See, companies with a strong why are able to inspire their employees, their field leaders, even their customers. Their employees are more productive and innovative, and their their feeling that they bring to work attracts other people that want to be there. It's awesome. That's why motivated people with a big why succeed. It just happens that way. When we look back at the Wright brothers and Langley, it's pretty simple to understand why the Wright brothers were able to get an airplane in the air prior to the most sophisticated, brainy, well-funded think tank that Langley put together back then. It's because they knew their why. They knew that if they could put the first airplane in the sky, that that it would be worked upon, and that they would do things that nobody else had done. Simon puts it this way. He says, what Langley and the Wright brothers were trying to create was exactly the same. Both were building the same product. Both the Wright brothers and Langley were highly motivated. Both had a strong work ethic. Both had keen scientific minds. But what the Wright brothers' team had that Langley didn't wasn't luck. It was inspiration. Man, let me talk about Vitel Wireless for a minute, because Scott Rogers, who's become a close friend of mine, that first year that they were in business, it sucked. But he knew how to inspire a team. And he inspired a team, and he put people around him. That through all the stuff they went through, all of the craziness that was happening to them, they kept inspiring the right people. They kept attracting better people. And this second year that they've been in business, they have grown beyond their wildest imaginations. They are exploding. And they're attracting even new people to them. And it's awesome to see. See, this is what it takes to build something huge. You have to inspire other people. When you do that, it's because they trust you. See, you've got to understand, in these last closing minutes, I want you to get this. Leaders build trust. But you need to understand that the role of a leader is not to come up with all the great ideas. The role of a leader is to create an environment in which great ideas can happen. It is the people inside the company, inside the team, inside the the culture, the tribe, as Seth Godin calls it, those on the front line who are the best qualified to find new ways to do things. It's not just about you. It's not just about the leader at the top. It's about building that trust and trusting others to make the right decision. Simon writes, trust is a remarkable thing. Trust allows us to rely on others. We rely on those we trust for advice to help us make decisions. Trust is the bedrock of the advancement of our own lives and our families, our companies, our societies, and our species. We trust those in our community to care for our children so that we can go to dinner. Given a choice between two babysitters, we're most likely to trust a babysitter with little experience from the neighborhood than one with a lot of experience from far away. 
We won't trust someone from outside because we don't know anything about them. The reality is we don't know anything about the local babysitter either beyond the fact that she's from the neighborhood. And in this case, we trust familiarity over experience with something quite important, the safety of our children. It's the same thing with the safety of our teens. Trust. If you want to build a giant team, you've got to realize trust comes from those things that you cannot see. Trust comes from those things that comes from building a culture, building a team, attracting the people to have the same type of why. So don't go out there just looking for some new network marketing company or anything like that. Go out there and start building trust. Build trust with your upline. Build trust with the company. Build trust with your downline. Start building trust at home and watch your life totally start to change. That's the key. This I just love this book. Tomorrow we're going to be in Chapter 7. It's going to be interesting how a tipping point tips. If you guys have read Malcolm Gladwell's book, Tipping Point, you're going to find this chapter very enlightening, very good. It's going to help you build your business. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.